welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership podcast. Today, I have my longtime friend, Jun Liang, Head of Identity and Access Management at Moneris, joining us to talk about what she does, which I believe would be an interesting subject for many. Welcome, Jun. Hi, Christina. Thanks for having me. I have always taken an interest in what you do. I have to confess, though, I don't know much about IAM, except it has something to do with user access and password management. Maybe you can give us an overview of IAM. And what is IAM's role in an organization's network security stack? Sure. Um, before we dive into identity and access management, let's step back so I can give you an overview of the cybersecurity field in case some of the audience are not familiar with cybersecurity. The common image that folks have for cybersecurity is that people, they are in the SOC, in the Security Operations Center, uh, wearing a black hoodie and fighting the hackers in a dark windowless room. Um, that's one of the many disciplines in cybersecurity. At a high level, cybersecurity is the protection of IT assets and data against cyber threats. The many disciplines within cybersecurity, for example, cloud security, application security, vulnerability management, incident response, security awareness program that I'm sure you're familiar with where email campaigns are ran and uh, in your organizations and um, to educate folks not to click on sort of the, the fish um, that, that these hackers sent out. So the pillar that I'm in is called identity and access management. Well, what is it? The name sort of give it away. Um, it is management. It manages the lifecycle activities of users. For example, we're linked to the HR broker record when a user joins the organization, an ID is created. When they change roles within the organization, we make changes to their access accordingly. And when HR tells us that the user is no longer with the organization, we remove the access. We also manage privileged access and access validations. Um, they are, those are different components of IAM. In the past few years, IAM evolves to a thing of its own and there are different specialties. Uh, you have EIM, which is Enterprise Identity and Access Management, which I described above. Um, there's CIAM, which is Customer Identity and Access Management. For example, in a bank, that is the management of customer identities uh, that fall into that specialty. And recently, a new field emerged is called machine identity management. That's the management of any machines. It really spans from laptops, iPads, you know, to smartphones, IOTs, containers, etc. Thanks for the quick yet informative 101 on identity and access management. It certainly changed my impression of cybersecurity. IAM is a lot more than password management and protection. Little did I know. And I'm sure its importance is growing given we're in the digital age, right? Hey, June, out of curiosity, I understand that you hold a degree in French literature. Hmm, I can't quite connect the two. A hardcore tech career in IAM and French literature? Could you share with us how you got there? I'm sure there's an interesting story behind that. Yes, uh, I did my undergrad in French literature. So what happened was that after I graduated, I needed to work. I can't just sit at home. Um, the only skill I thought I had at a time was the ability to speak French. So I looked for bilingual opportunities. 
Um, I got temp and contract positions for like receptionists, call centers uh, for a few months. And at one of these positions, I met this guy and he was like, June, the mutual fund industry always look for bilingual staff. Um, do you know that you can register for this course and put it on your resume? Like you don't need to pass and uh, you can get a full-time job at this, uh, the mutual fund industry. And I was like, really? Like, cause I have no idea what mutual fund is at the time. Uh, but getting a full-time job is definitely my immediate goal. So I followed his advice and registered for this course. Long and behold, a few weeks later, I actually got a job working at a back office of a mutual fund company um, servicing Quebec customers. I worked there for a few years and one of the colleagues moved to FundServe. FundServe is the network for the mutual fund industry. He contacted me and said they're hiring bilingual tech support. I should apply. And I was like, hmm, I don't know anything about their system. And my friend said, don't worry, you have what they are looking for. You can learn. No problem. Don't worry. So I was like, I applied um, as he suggested and I did get the role. So I was working at FundServe, I moved up the ranks and a few years later, they started a new PKI department, so public key infrastructure. The VP reached out to me and say, uh, ask if I wanted to join the team. I was like, I don't know nothing about PKI, but I always learn, right? So I was like, hmm, why not give it a try? <laughs> so that's how I got myself into the security field and started my career in cybersecurity and eventually got my certifications and find my passion in identity and access management. Good for you. It sounds like you have always been able to grasp onto opportunity as they present themselves and having great relationships with those around you certainly helped to connect you to the different possibilities. So if you were to look back on your career journey thus far, what career advice would you offer? Other than having a bit of luck and being at the right place at the right time, my attitude has always been being curious and asking questions. It's a fact that it is impossible to know everything and we might feel vulnerable in asking questions. However, if you put yourself out there and look for individuals who are experts in their field, my experience is that they are always willing to help especially in the tech world. Folks are not extrovert for sure, but it doesn't mean they're not friendly. In fact, they're very knowledgeable and readily to share the experience with you. It's just that they are not going to approach you as they don't know that you're interested in that topics. So be curious, if you're interested in the field and not sure if you should proceed, what better way to find out than ask an expert in the field? You are in control of your career. Mm-hmm. This is really great. You touch on a couple key points, being curious and proactive, which I can totally relate to. As you know, a few years back, I transitioned from a technical career in semiconductor design into market risk. It was only possible because I always wanted to learn new things and have a growth mindset. And I believe in my current role, having a different and diverse background certainly has its advantages. Uh-huh. Everyone brings their strength to the table. As you said, now you're in the business with your engineering background. You bring different point of view to your team. Likewise, in my team, there are engineers and folks with graduate degrees in various technology fields. There are a lot of advantages of building a team with diverse talent. The key ingredients is communication and design solutions with user experience in mind, which can be challenging at times. Given so much is at stake, 
Would you say IAM roles are highly stressful? Within cybersecurity, I would say having a career in IAM is not as stressful as other disciplines. You can actually achieve work-life balance. Well, why I say that is that you've done your, if you have done your planning and built your processes accordingly, workflows are going to work unless there are changes. Well, obviously, you still have to work after hours on weekends during upgrades and implementations, but those are planned activities. So I think IAM is a good field to be in. It provides stability. And like any other disciplines in cybersecurity, it is growing and we are always looking for talent. Let's change gears a bit. With the pandemic, it brought all kinds of disruptions to many sectors and organizations. What changes has it brought on to the field of IAM or cybersecurity? Or do you notice any new trends emerging? Yeah, Christina, um, with the pandemic, overnight, folks moved from working in the office to working from home, and I am became a critical component to access the network. In the past, when folks are on-premise, there are routers and firewalls that gives you another layer of protection against the bad actors. Now, your identity, your credential is the key factor that distinguishes someone who is authorized to access the network versus someone like a hacker who is not authorized. The technology surrounding the process of accessing the network from remote is all under the umbrella of identity access management. What I see is that there are more centralization of access management. And I met is that instead of having multiple teams managing various types of access in your organization, you might see a centralized team performing that function. This way, standardized process is built and it would be easier for users to follow, uh, improve that user experience, and process are streamlined and gaps are eliminated between teams. It will also provide better assurance that only authorized users are accessing your network. Mm -hmm. I see. By now, I'm sure you have piqued the interest of some of our listeners. If anyone is interested in finding out more about IAM roles and assessing their fit, where can they start? Well, for people who are on the fence, whether they should join the field or not, I would highly recommend and I hope I've convinced you in this podcast. For folks who want to join the field and want to know more about the field, I would start by doing some research on the internet and read about it. There are intro courses in Udemy. The IM tool vendors also provide intro material in their sites. If you have specific questions related to the field, do look me up in LinkedIn and I will see how I can help. Opportunities are always there for those who are curious and willing to learn, right? For sure. Thanks, June. I had a lot of fun doing this podcast with you. Maybe we should do another one on a different topic in the future. Yeah, thanks for having me, Christina. It's so much fun. I hope this is useful for some of the listeners. And have a nice day. This concludes our episode of Beyond the Password, Identity and Access Management. I hope you all enjoyed it.